In the name of the one who was and is and is to come. Amen. This gospel is God's history as we Christians understand it. It is our history. It is poetry. It is insight. It is deep expression of love. It is the scripture that I would choose if I had to live my life with only one bit of scripture. Now, I would imagine that these first 18 verses of the Gospel of John are at least slightly familiar to you, if not deeply. Maybe you have heard them a hundred times. Maybe, like me, you count them among your favorites. Maybe today you glossed over them as your mind wandered elsewhere, or maybe you heard them with new ears. If, in the past, you have heard these words just by chance, then today is an opportunity to hear them more deeply, by choice. This prologue to John's Gospel is many things, so I want to make sure we really sit with these words for these next few minutes. You see, the sermon will be over with in a few minutes, give or take, and I will step down from this pulpit and invite Adriana and Alex up to be baptized, to move from the blessed chance of being born into God's love to the active choice of being sacramentally bonded to God's love. The prologue to John tells us why we might want to do that. Do you hear John telling us that Jesus has been in existence since the very beginning of time? That as part of the creator, he was the vehicle through which all things came into being? That he is actually God and not some divine sidekick? That Jesus is the light by which we see a light which cannot be overcome by any darkness? Do you hear that God's coming to us as the person of Jesus in the flesh was such a huge event in human history that John the Baptist came first to tell us to pay attention to this God joining humanity? Do you hear that when Jesus came, He was rejected by some, went unnoticed by others, and by some he was embraced. Do you hear that we still get to choose which one we do every day? And when we choose Christ, we choose divine birth for ourselves. Do you hear That Christ takes us from needing rules and laws to keep us from hurting each other to being so full of grace that we deeply desire only good for one another and for ourselves. Do you hear that at one time God was too far from us? And so Jesus came and bridged the gap and made God's heart known to us and our hearts more deeply known to God. 
And do you hear that while our language is limited in its ability to speak adequately of God, this poetry shows us that the words and names we do use, God, Word, Light, Truth, Life, Son, Jesus Christ, they are interchangeable and all of them represent the fullness of love. Do you hear that? What else do you hear? And what difference does it make in your life? In baptism, we affirm that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, meaning we invite Jesus to illuminate and direct our hearts so that in his light, his light can save us from the darkness that does happen in and around us. We put our whole trust in his grace and love. What a leap of faith that is, really. It makes no sense in terms of what the world tells us about where to put our trust. And it is easier to live life by relying on the things that we can see and touch. Relying on money, prestige, good grades, good jobs, cars and houses, and all the things that we wrapped up and gave one another for Christmas. It is easier to leave our spiritual well-being to chance while we focus on material things and needs. Easier than it is to choose to put our spiritual selves first, which Christians do by putting our whole trust in Christ. Now, in 21st century New England, putting our whole trust in Jesus Christ in his grace and love, and accepting him as our Lord and Savior doesn't feel that simple, does it? Too often, public acclamations of accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior go hand in hand with abusive systems of judgmental Christianity, which seems to have drifted from a gospel of love, a gospel of radical love, to a gospel of condemnation of the other. Now, rather than letting people wonder if we are that kind of Christian, we pull back and we keep our faith on the sidelines of our lives where it won't offend anyone. But I want to propose that putting our whole trust in Jesus' grace and love and inviting him to guide us transcends human fallibility and all the abuses that have happened in institutional religion. It brings us to a higher place where we can reclaim Christianity as a force of healing love in this world. Putting our trust in Christ redefines our lives as lives in which love is chosen, trust is chosen. We are willing to take a chance not by letting life happen to us, but by throwing our hat into the unlikely and extraordinary story in which God's word, God's light, God's love is the first and always truth. And when we take that chance, our lives funnel love into this world. Our lives become vehicles of the kind of light that darkness cannot overcome. So, in a little while, when we baptize Alex and Adriana, I invite everyone here 
to take the chance to reinvest your own trust in this Christ who we gather to worship. I invite you when you come up for communion to touch the waters of baptism and let yourself be blessed by a light that can't be overcome by darkness. I invite you to come forward and take Christ into your lives anew, not just with your words, but with your body. Let us together choose to take a chance on Jesus. We choose to trust that in the beginning was the Word, the big, intimate, loving expression of God, who is light, who came to us, who was born of Mary, who was named Jesus. We choose to begin all of our beginnings by opening the doors of our hearts to Jesus. We start our day basking in this choice we have made. We start our new year refocusing on it. We start each breath trusting in it. Because if it's true... If in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, if all things came into being through Him, and if what has come into being in Him is life, and the life is the life of all people, if He is grace upon grace and love upon love, and is asking to share those things with us as our Lord, that is worth every ounce of our trust. Because God knows, as we begin this new year, we could use some light, some life, some grace, and some divine, incarnate love. Amen.